Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what to do in a situation where a customer owes you money, whether it's for the monthly service or for equipment you installed or for a cleanup, and you're having trouble collecting the money from the customer, and what you have to do are the steps you should take to try to get your money from the customer that's not paying you um, in a prompt and timely manner. This episode of the Pool Guy Podcast Show is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com forward slash im forward slash pool to receive 20% off your first six months. So as a business owner running a service business of any type, this is going to be one of the things that you're going to run into I've heard sometimes statistics on non-paying accounts being as high as 20% of your overall accounts. Maybe that in in the pool service industry, it may not be that high, but I can see that in other industries happening. And non-payment is a big deal in the pool service industry because, number one, you make your money, of course, by getting paid by the customer for cleaning their pool or installing equipment, and you have no other way of making money unless the customer actually pays you. So it's really one of those things where if they don't pay you, you're actually losing a lot of money and doing work for free. And that can get you really upset. And and it's, it's definitely justifiable for you to be upset at a customer that's not paying you for monthly service and you've cleaned their pool for a couple months now and they keep telling you they're going to pay you, but you haven't got paid. And so you're basically working for free. And again, that can be very upsetting, but I have to tell you that as a business owner, you need to expect to lose money in some cases. So the attitude you should have is not to be angry with the customer or upset with them because that's probably not going to make the situation any better. And I think the way to get your money is to take the high road. You're not going to be threatening them with a lien or with um, any other kind of you know legal action because that just makes people um, dig their heels in and get more entrenched because now they feel that you're attacking them um, for whatever reason. You know, I, I don't understand this either myself. I always pay my bills. I've never had a problem with paying people for the services they provide. But some people just have the attitude that, um, especially for the pool service, that you're actually the, the last one on their list. So they'd rather pay their mortgage, of course, their car payment, um, whatever else they're paying. And then on the bottom of the list, I think, is the gardener, the pool service, and the housekeeper. I don't know what order to put those in, but we seem to be at the very low end of the priority. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they know that the only recourse that we have is to stop servicing their pool, basically. So they don't really worry about it in that respect. And in that case, I think after two months of being delinquent, you should stop servicing the pool 
And if they aren't paying you, cut your losses at, at that point. Now, if you put equipment in their pool or you did a green pool cleanup and you didn't get any money up front, which is a mistake, of course, you need to get at least half of the money up front before you do any kind of major installations. But if you didn't didn't do that and they haven't paid you for it and the outstanding balance is over $1,000, then you're going to have to really um, find a way to get them to pay you that money in a nice way. You, I don't think you would want to threaten them with a lien on their house because, number one, in California and in many states, you can't put a lien on someone's house unless you're a general contractor. So that's not going to work anyway. You can actually put the lien on their house but it's not enforceable. So when you go to court, um, you can't collect on it because you're not you're not a general contractor in most cases. Of course, if you build pools and they owe you money from one of the payments, you can definitely do that because you are a general contractor at that point, or hopefully you are a general contractor and you can do that. But in the case of a pool service guy, generally, generally we're not general contractors, so we can't do that. And besides that, once you put a lien on someone's house, expect them to really rip in on you on the online reviews and really um, try to destroy your online reputation. And that's another thing that you have to be aware of when you're dealing with collecting money from a customer that hasn't paid is that they may even threaten to leave you a bad review and that's very damaging to you online. You can of course respond to a bad review but nonetheless your ranking goes down and you'll when they go on Yelp or Google you'll see that you're like a three-star company now because someone left you a one-star review. And so in most cases, the only recourse you have is a stop service. And again, the customer is aware of that. And so you may not get paid for two months of pool service. And again, if you're going to put any kind of large equipment into a customer's um, house or backyard or pool area, I should say specifically, or do a cleanup, a green pool cleanup, you want to get half the money up front, if not all of it, if possible. That way, at least you cover the cost of um, putting in the equipment. And once it's in there, you really can't cut it out because um, it's becoming a fixture to the property at that point. I think the law will probably side with the homeowner, even though they didn't pay you, that you can't just cut out the equipment and take it back. So it leaves you in a pretty bad situation when you're not getting paid, you're losing money. Hopefully it's only a couple of customers that will do this to you. And you have to kind of weed those out. And that's why you don't want to go more than two months with a non-paying customer because then you really start losing money by giving them free service. And at some point, you're going to have to just stop service and cut your losses. So I think it's a good idea to have an attitude of the fact that any business is going to lose 10 or 20% on non-paying customers. And so you don't want to really take it to the, take it really personal that they're not paying you. It's just part of doing business. I had a, one of the guys in my group, he installed a pump and the customer paid him through PayPal. And then about two weeks later, the customer put in a claim saying that um, he didn't actually put, in, he put the equipment in and PayPal took the money out of the guy's account. And there's really re little recourse um, when someone puts a claim into a PayPal thing and you have to kind of dispute it. PayPal will side with the the payer versus you. Um, so it, again, if you have a large amount, I suggest not using PayPal to collect the money. Um, definitely try something like the Square account, get the credit card through there. You have some more protection when you're using a credit card payment. The customer will have a harder time reversing the charges. 
unlike PayPal where they can just tell them you didn't provide the service and then PayPal will take the money out of your account. And so in some cases, especially if you put in equipment for the customer, you may have to make a deal with them just to give you your cost on it or a partial cost or half the money so that you can actually recoup some of your losses. So I suggest if you put in um, a filter for $1,100, customer's not paying you for it, um, just ask them for half that payment so that you don't lose too much money because you know it costs you seven or $800 to buy the filter to put in there. So there are steps you can take to avoid this, of course, which is getting half the payment up front or getting the entire payment when you finish the job. I did a podcast recently on getting paid on the spot, and I highly recommend using some kind of app like the Jobber app where you can actually send them an invoice and they can pay you directly in that invoice into your bank or get a Square account where you could send them an invoice and they pay you directly with their credit card into your bank. Any way to get instant payment is a way to avoid this happening. And again, you can't cut the equipment out after putting it in, unfortunately. And if you're just doing monthly service and they're not paying you for the monthly service, then you just simply stop servicing the pool and move on and write the customer off as a loss. And you really can't hound them for that two or three months of non-payment on the service account because, again, more than likely they're going to leave you a bad review online. And just to file a claim in small claims court to get your money is not worth the time and effort. And just have the attitude that you're going to lose some money because you're going to have some non-payments on your route. And it's part of doing business. You're not going to have everyone paying you. It's just not something that um, you can expect realistically with your business. Don't take it personal. Just take it as part of doing business and you're going to have this problem. And there's really not much recourse you have anyway. Um, You know, I have rental properties and I've had to do an eviction before. I've had people not pay me the rent. And you really can't report them to the credit bureau. It's really difficult to do that. And I'm on the board here for my homeowners association. And if someone doesn't pay their homeowners association dues, um, all you can do is put a lien on their property. You can't even collect the money until um, the house sells. In some cases, if it's a foreclosure, you can't even get the money. You can't report them to the credit bureau. So a lot of different aspects of people not paying. Um, You can see that it happens not just to um, the pool service industry, but across the board. You're going to have people that aren't going to be paying, um, you know, whatever, their rent, their homeowner association dues, any kind of bill that you would think would be important, but some people don't consider that important. Um, And again, pool service, I think, is way down on the list of who to pay, especially when money gets tight. Um, You're probably the last person they're thinking of. And even if you bug them constantly with emails and with text messages, um, you're still pretty easy to ignore because you're just taking care of their pool. hate to say it like that, but I think that's the reality of the pool service industry. Um, and most people know that we have very little recourse against them at that point. And I definitely don't recommend you taking revenge on the customer for not paying you for your service. Um, I know a couple members of my group, and I've had this happen to me also, where the uh, former pool company put in a bottle of chlorine neutralizer in the pool, which is sodium thiol sulfate and man it takes a lot of chlorine to get it back up i think i put one in one case i put in 10 gallons of liquid chlorine to even get a reading in the pool so definitely don't want to do that just let the customer go and i wish there was a way to put like a sticker on their time clock or something letting the next pool guy know that they're non-paying customer 
I mean, we come up with some kind of red sticker we could put on there so that we know that, hey, we're taking over an account where the customer is not paying uh, the previous pool guy. But again, there's no way to do that either. You just have to take your chances when you get a new service account. This podcast is also brought to you by InuPools.com. InuPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts since 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. And if you're a homeowner looking for more help with your pool care, check out my website, swimmingprolearning.com. I have a lot of helpful web pages there. And I also have an ebook available for $9.99. So definitely check that out at swimmingprolearning.com is where you can find these resources. And if you do service for a living and you need help with your business, or if you are out in the field and have problems, I mean, you need somebody to help you, definitely consider my coaching program. For $10 a month, you can text me. And for $20 a month, you can call me. And there's also a lot of great discounts and benefits for being part of the group. You can learn more about this at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.